Hey, KP, how you doing? Super great. How are you? I'm doing well, doing fabulous. Uh, like, you know, like a homo is, <laughs> or a homo does. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> any whoozlebees. Um, and I don't know what that means either, but I've, I've said it for many Ever. years. Yeah. Uh, so uh, guess what? What? We're going to start having guests on future episodes. Are we? Yes, we are. This is brand new information to me. <laughs> brand new information to you. <laughs> yes. So. What? What? Yeah. So, uh, listeners, uh, we are scheduling uh, authors, librarians, uh, and bookstagrammers to come onto our podcast uh, so that we can interview them and, uh, you know, so talk about you know, for the authors, obviously talk about their books, uh, what they like to read, and then librarians, like, uh, you know, talk about uh, the profession, even though I, I am one, but, uh, you know, you don't represent all of them. Uh, exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wouldn't that be awesome if there was just like one person to represent all the librarians, and they were just a hive no, mind? Oh, it wouldn't. <laughs> You wouldn't like them to be a hive mind? The of diversity, which is what we <laughs> stand for. No, 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 no. I meant like they were like bees. And so like they could just communicate. Like every librarian could oh. communicate with each other. Okay. Okay. So then I every... I don't follow, but whatever you say. <laughs> I'm thinking uh, you... Uh, gosh, what's the... Uh, 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 it's the Ryan LaSala book. Um I can't think of what it's called. Gosh, for the life of me. Um, it, it, I, I read it I, and it was really good. Um, I'm going to look it up because, you know. Um, <laughs> Sounds like you've read it and it made a real big impact. It was earlier this year. <laughs> but. Uh, earlier this year? I mean, We're earlier last year. days into the year, <laughs> Scott. <laughs> Sorry, I'm still in 2023 mind. Oh my god, uh, it's still like what? Oh, the honeys. There we go. The honeys. Um, yeah, it was a YA horror book, and yeah, it had to do with bees. Yeah, you've talked about that one on here before. Yeah, yeah. It probably traumatized me, so I uh, repressed the memory, <laughs> which happens yes. with a lot of the books you talk about on here, <laughs> and I'm sure one that I'm going to talk about later. <laughs> oh great uh but 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 uh yeah so uh listeners uh be expecting updates uh we have uh a few already lined up uh and some that we are in talks with and trying to get them uh, uh scheduled and so that we can record episodes uh and things like that so be on the lookout yeah things are happening things coming soon Exactly. Coming soon. <laughs> Ooh. You have to uh, keep listening to find out who they are. So no reveals exactly. today. And keep watching our social media page. Uh, we're going to do better about posting. On there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've been um, known to post on social media once a year. So <laughs> if that. <laughs> So, but we will do better uh, and be on the lookout for um, maybe. Hopefully, uh, no, we will for the especially for the That's authors. We want to make sure that <laughs> be, on, be on the lookout for you know these episodes because your favorite authors are coming your way. I don't know something like that. Yeah, um, for sure. And there yeah. are authors that we've talked about on the pod. So if you've taken yes. some books that we have talked about and you have read them you might be hearing from some of your new favorite authors coming up yeah, woo! and we are keeping it diverse <laughs> <laughs> thank you kp <laughs> i was in the process of like scheduling and 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 things and i was just so excited that uh authors were agreeing to come on and kp was like 
we probably need more than just gay guys. <laughs> so like, um, I was like, Scott, I'm really excited about these authors because I love them. But like, um, can we give a platform to like maybe authors who aren't just gay men? <laughs> exactly. Oh my goodness. I was just so excited. Like it was just, you know, I got ahead of myself there. Uh, but yeah. So we, we love we gay will men, be... but we also love all queer people and exactly. all so, demographics of that. I promise so. I wasn't forgetting any demographic or, or, well, <laughs> you know, you, sexuality. You kind of were, but... Like, it wasn't on purpose. Like, in, like I wasn't defense, actively... As soon as I pointed out, you were like, oh, shit, that yes. is my privilege showing, and I am yes. going to do better. So in your defense, yes. you owned it immediately, and I did. put that in autocorrect as, as fast as I pointed it out, so... Yeah. Like I said, I just wasn't thinking because I was just so excited. But and we do yeah. love these authors, so no shade yes, there. So excited. And, yeah. 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 No, none, none. We're so excited. Um, so yeah, we will have uh and diverse, you know, um, like I said, uh, occupations. So we will have librarians and other people. Because we are kind of living in a weird time, uh, especially for authors and librarians and uh, you know, uh, with book bands and challenges and, and all that and book bands i'm wearing the shirt that kp got me for christmas uh because <laughs> I'm, I'm with, with band, band. Books. <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah so uh it'll be really neat to have uh you know different voices come on here besides yeah. just ours because that I mean, being I'm, said if if you're an author and and you're you've got a unique point of view or uh bookstagrammer or you know, anything in the book world and you want to come on and chat with us, send us a message and we'll be happy to, you know, chat a bit and, and see if we can work something out. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, you know, uh, it's kind of a volunteer system right now. <laughs> We're, oh, we're, yeah, we're not we're, paying you to come on to the show. We're a little, little podcast. Uh, so, you know, we have tons LOL, of Well, if you think you're being paid to come on, sorry. <laughs> sorry. I would love to, but, um, you know, I'm on a librarian salary. So. It's all about the, yeah, and I'm on disability, so. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, please, um, out of the kindness of your heart. And, you know, of course, we'll give you a shout out and, and all that. And oh, yeah. we'll be on the episode. Our, all of our tens of fans will read your book. Mm -hmm. They will follow you on Instagram. It's all about the great publicity. Mm -hmm. Exposure. And we'll man. love you forever. Exposure. Yes. And that is probably one of the best gifts that we could offer. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Okay. We'll send good vibes out into the world. Yeah, just for you. <laughs> Yes. Okay. Well, hello and welcome to the Unsolicited Book Reviews podcast, where we keep it fun and keep it queer. Uh, I am your co-host, Scott. And I'm KP. <laughs> so, KP, <laughs> would you like to talk about your last read first? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, the last book I read is called A Body on the Doorstep, and it's by Marty Wingate. Is it and, about murder? Uh, yeah, it is, actually. <laughs> I'm not the Because only as much one. <laughs> as I tease you about murder, I read a lot of murder, too. Yes, yes. But, like, do. my murder is a lot less horror-y than yours. <laughs> Horror-y. Horror Let's get that word straight. Yes. I just I want to make sure that I'm I'm saying this fictional word I just made up correctly. <laughs> and not saying horry. It's exactly. horry. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's less slashery. It's less graphic in terms of like just killing for the sake of bloody nonsense. I'm not, I'm not horror I'm not horror shaming you. I'm horror shaming you. Sorry. I, I absolutely yes. am. Um <laughs> talk about your body on the doorstep or Oh yeah. Okay. So this is a cozy murder. <laughs> no, 
it falls into the so cozy murder the killer genre. like kills you and then gives you a hug like oh i'm so sorry yeah, <laughs> they're there exactly. oh they're there <laughs> oh they're there um it takes place in old timey england um, I Love say it. old timey because it could be like I don't know the 1500s or the 1800s. I'm bad with old time time periods. Um, <laughs> <laughs> to a really bad start. If it so doesn't far, specifically <laughs> state the year, KP has no idea where in time it takes place. <laughs> so far, I've made word i've horror shamed you and i have given a time period that it's like hundreds of year range because i'm not entirely sure it could be in the future <laughs> 1921 wow. wow that wasn't even in the time range i gave you were way off oh my god <laughs> your time range and it wasn't even in the time range okay so body on the doorstep it was a cute little murder book um this this little lady she's like in her early 20s she moves to london because she's going to be an independent woman and get out from under her family and um yeah, she yeah. It goes to like this temp agency is what we'd call it these days. Um, but they call it the useful women's agency, which I think is just so funny. And like the useful women's agency gives out jobs like running errands and going to a house to like do some mending of clothes. And so um, she gets this job where she goes to this house and she is helping um, set up for the wake of this lady's husband. But she finds out that he actually died seven years ago or he disappeared seven years ago, but they had to wait seven years before they could determine that he's dead um, oh, wow. because he never turned up. Um, his body never turned up. So the seven year wait time from his disappearance till determining he's dead. Um, and at this wake, a body turns up on the doorstep with Ooh. a note from allegedly the dead husband in the pocket of this now mysterious dead body on the doorstep. Um, so there's all these people at the wake who could be involved. Um, and this independent 20 something is like i don't care that i'm a woman who <laughs> works for the useful women's agency i'm gonna figure out this crime and it's it's just really cute and it was it was just a fun little read um i knew the guilty party immediately which usually <laughs> i hate and it like ruins a mystery for me but this one it really didn't because i didn't know the why or how everything was connected or anything so even though i was like okay this person did it um it still it didn't take the enjoyment factor out of it it was just a really cutesy little cutesy little book that's awesome yeah i i love like whenever like the writing is so good and fun that mm -hmm. even if you guess what is going to happen or like who the killer is or, or whatever uh you still want to find out you know the how and why and all that like um exactly so yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah and I there was that. a lot of interconnectedness that like there's no way i would have figured out or guessed so it was fun to like keep reading and like watch all the the interweavings come together yeah well cool who was so, yeah, it again? was it was a lot of fun um it is called the body a body on the doorstep by marty wingate okay and cool. apparently she writes a lot of cozy murders like i looked her up on goodreads and it was just like a like a long list of um <laughs> books that are all like cozy murders and there was one that was like um the bodies in the library and Ooh. um there's a whole series about like the it's called uh first edition library mystery and it's a whole series <laughs> about like cozy library murders maybe i'll have to so. get into my cozy 
mystery era this this year. <laughs> I was gonna say maybe a little less slashery and a little more cozy. A little less horror-y. <laughs> yeah, a little less horror-y. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep adding errs until it's like super super sure that I am like saying horror. Yeah, because I would never I would never horror shame, but I will absolutely horror shame. I would never horror shame you, but I will horror shame. Where did the accent come from? You're you're living in. Cozy mystery London from somewhere between the, the 1500s. And the... <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's wonderful. Yep. Uh, you were just off What's... by 400 years, but <laughs> like if it's if it's before everybody has a car, it's all the same to me. Um. If it's before I was born, it's all the same to me. It's all the same. To- oh, damn. No, no, I'm not quite that bad. Okay, that's that's good. But pretty yeah, close. Don't be. <laughs> Gosh, my grandparents okay. were almost born when this book was taking place, and I thought it was the 1400s. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. If they ever find out. Hey, grandparents. No. <laughs> they, Mom, oh don't show them this episode. <laughs> oh, my oh. goodness. Well, oh, I'm bad at history. Okay, please talk about your book. Let's, like, <laughs> change the subject. Bad at Ooh. history. Uh, <laughs> Okay, so my last read was called The One by John Mars. Um, He is a a queer author who writes really fun, kind of futuristic science fiction-y thrillers. Um, Like, they all kind of take place in, like, a near future um, where technology is a little bit more advanced, if that makes sense. I think I've talked about The Passengers on here before uh where like it was self-driving cars and they were hacked and the cars were like driving um to like a center point in town and they had so much time to uh figure out all the secrets before they all crashed into each other Sounds uh, but familiar. Anyway, yeah um <clears throat> so this one uh was what would you do if you could take a test and you could find your soulmate. Like, I'm not talking about, you know, somebody saying, oh, they're my soulmate. I'm in love. I'm in love. Like, no, I'm talking about soulmate that is biologically your soulmate. Um, like, you guys are in the room and it's just like your biology is just like needs to be with each other. Does that make sense? Yeah. What would you do? Run. (laughs) Well, um, okay. So this follows a bunch of different characters. (laughs) And... uh, That's why I'm in therapy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So you can take... You can take this test and you can uh, find out who your soulmate is. Uh, And... uh, it has over the years, like it's been going for, I think 15 years or something by this time, like whenever the book starts uh, and you can uh, like, it's broken up marriages. Like it's, it's um, broken up relationships. It's uh, like, I could be a straight man. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> no, you couldn't. No, I couldn't. Uh, But like, I, you know, a straight man could be um, their soulmate could be another man. Um, Like, it's just you you never know. Like, it doesn't mean just because you identify as straight or gay or or whatever doesn't mean that you are biologically designed for that sex, you know. Uh, And so there are some characters that does not compute. I know it's it's strange. 
Uh, but it, it does follow a few characters who have to deal with uh, some of these issues. Like there is a guy who's engaged to a woman and uh, he is uh, matched with uh, another straight man. Uh, but whenever they're with each other, like they cannot deny these feelings that they, you know, it, it just won't go away. Then there's also a character who's a serial killer and he is matched with somebody. I'm not going to tell <laughs> womp, you who. Womp. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, you know, there's just nothing is as it seems is what I'm, what I'm saying. And I'm not saying it's twisty. I'm, or, you know, there's a bunch of twists. Like I'm just saying nothing is as it seems with some of these people. So you what? said my trigger word. I know I did, Twice but it's not in one sentence, <laughs> <laughs> but it is, it is really good. Like at first I was like, where is this going? But I love the passenger so much. So I was like, I'm going to trust this author because I really enjoyed that book. And yeah. I'm glad I did because it, yeah, it was, it was crazy. Um, so yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So if you have read John Mars and haven't read this book, uh, you should definitely check it out. Uh, if you haven't read John Mars and like, you know, uh, thrillers with like a sci-fi twist, then uh, you should definitely check them out. Okay. It's an yeah. interesting concept. Um, yeah. It's making my brain hurt. Yeah, it, but he does a good job of explaining and does a like there is a character who who's a scientist and does a good job of like explaining the science behind it and and, and things like that. Oh, that's uh, cool. So that helps. I like, um, I like when <clears throat> like a sci-fi book can explain the science in a way that's like user friendly. Like Blake and Crouch. I was just going to say Blake Crouch in Recursion, where he, like, makes it manageable for the reader to be like, like, I don't know jack shit about science IRL, but, like, <laughs> when I can read a sci-fi book and be like, oh, yeah, that explains it. That makes sense. That's why we can travel into somebody else's memories. I'm like, yep. okay, now I can check that off and jump into, like, somebody else's memories and carry on with the book. <laughs> Yes. Where it kind of takes yeah. away the suspension. Like, you don't have to suspend reality because they just very easily took that and said, here's how we're doing it. Here's why we're doing it. Boom. Let's go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's it's whenever they just kind of like, that's just the way it is. It it makes it right. difficult. To, yeah. Um, or it, when they go too in depth with it, where it's like yes. you have to have a science degree, but like not a real science degree. We're giving you the science degree, and it's like, well, no, I didn't really sign up for this. Yeah, I don't. I still don't understand it. Like, I didn't take any classes, even though you handed me this PhD in science. <laughs> like, right, right. And, and we're talking about science as like a whole, like physics yes. and, and you know whatever. <laughs> and it's such a fine line between like tell me very little and tell me too much that that's why I mm -hmm. sometimes struggle finding sci-fi that I like because it is such yeah. a fine line of like, give me just the amount of information I need and want. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hmm. What about your current read? What you reading? Okay. So I am so, so, so early on in this book, so I don't have a ton to say about it yet. Um, okay. But uh, there is a queer trans-owned bookstore in Madison, Wisconsin called A Room of One's Own, and they are a kick-ass awesome bookstore, um, so shout out to them. So mm. in 2023, they got together and decided on like their favorite books of a bunch of different categories. So this was their favorite nonfiction book of the year. Um, so being who I am, I obviously had to pick it up and check it out. Um, it's called Working Girl on Selling Art and Selling Sex, and it's by Sofia Giovannita. No, Sofia Giovanniti. Um, and she is... She has been a sex worker and an artist, and this book, um, it seems, is going to be kind of her 
uh, her comparison on what it's like to sell her artwork and sell her sex work. Um, So I've just read about her first experience selling herself as a sex worker um, and kind of how she had to pump herself up and try to tell herself it's just art. I'm selling art. My body is art. The work that I'm doing is performative art um, and how the aftermath of it did not feel that way. And she just cried and cried. Um, So I'm really hoping that it isn't all a downer of a book, Um, but it seems really interesting um, to get kind of a a perspective on it that is a little bit unique. Um, Like I said, I'm really early on, so I really just have the summary that I got um, and the shout out to the bookstore that I trust implicitly with uh, my book recommendations. So I'm excited to keep reading. It it reminded me of this, just the the concept. It reminded me of this TV show. Uh, it was a British TV show. Um, it had Billy Piper in it, uh, who was a, uh, she was a pop star whenever she was younger, and then she got into acting, and uh, she was on Doctor Who and was a companion for the first like two seasons of the reboot series. Uh, but it was called Secret Diaries of a, a Call Girl. Uh, and it was such a good show. Hmm. Um, but it was, it was based off of this real life, uh, call girl, uh, who, uh, wrote this journal. Uh, and so, um, it was based off of her experiences. Of course, you know, it was dramatized or whatever, um, Mm -hmm. you know, for TV, but it was, the way that she would break the fourth wall and like talk to you and explain oh, things like it was just kind of so you kind of kept that journal format a little bit mm-hmm. so interesting yeah. yeah 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 i used to watch it in college so huh yeah anyways all because of billy piper <laughs> <laughs> sorry no that's tangent that's interesting yeah uh, what are you uh, so, reading? Nothing. Okay. Nothing at all. So Just should we kidding. buy a borrow boot? <laughs> I am reading a book called The Broken Places by Blaine Daigle, I think. It's D-A-I-G-L-E. Um, so I had read uh, Puzzle House by Duncan Ralston, and I talked about it on here. It was like mm-hmm. an escape room book. And it was by this indie publisher called Wicked House Publishing. And so I really enjoyed Puzzle House. So uh, this one sounded really good. So I I picked it up and I'm glad I did because it's so good. (laughs) Um, I still have no idea what's going on. I'm like uh, 70% into it. (laughs) Still like, whoa, what's happening? Uh, So there there are three main characters. Uh, One of them, Ren, uh, he is the son of... uh, this guy named Rory and then his uncle was named Rod and he used to go to uh, their cabin in this uh, Yukon territory town. So, you know, up in Canada near Alaska uh, and I definitely wasn't going to say Mexico. (laughs) So I'm bad at history and geography. <laughs> um but, oh Yucatan uh, Yucatan Yucatan Peninsula. Yeah, That's what I was yeah, thinking of. Progresso, okay. yeah. That doesn't uh, help no, I'm still. Yukon. Yukon. Okay. okay. Uh I'll just let you so, tell it. <laughs> <laughs> whenever he was uh ten years old, he uh was maybe sleepwalking and he walked outside and saw like his uncle like uh, chanting to something and saw this like huge shadow that looked really ominous out into the woods. Uh, but you know, he was told that he was sleepwalking. Um, and so, Oh goodness. Uh, 
he, you know, it, it's it's years later. Uh, both of his his uncle and his father died uh, in a car crash, and uh, they have had always had a strenuous relationship. Uh, the the uncle was very prominent in the town, uh, and I think it was like some sort of cult, maybe um, like just kind of hid it in plain sight, sort of. Uh, and the dad, Rory, like whenever he had his son, like they moved away from this town. The uncle just sort of followed, uh, and you know so things are starting to unravel a little bit. Like I'm starting to f get bits more about what actually happened and uh but uh so they die and he has left this cabin well he's had a crazy life uh he he and his best friends have always been there for each other even if they don't live in the same town so like one of them is like a, a baseball star but then he blows out his knee and his career is over so they all go to his side uh you know because he needs the support mm -hmm. uh one of them uh was in a grain silo and suffocated to death uh in the grain like the corn mm -hmm. uh did you know it's like quicksand mm -hmm. uh and uh but he you know came back uh was resuscitated uh and then ren he uh had like his wife had a miscarriage um and then he just sort of shut down after that and uh then they got divorced and you know then his uncle and his dad died in a car crash uh so they decide to go to the cabin just kind of like a last hurrah um but shit starts to happen uh like the animals are acting weird uh like this deer whenever they're first headed up to the cabin uh you know comes out in front of the truck and it just like black eyes and it doesn't move uh you know they try everything to move it uh it just refuses to uh that evening like the ha the cabin is surrounded by all these different animals like bears and wolves and rabbits and and deer and they're just looking at the house uh or at the cabin and they hear this strange like childlike voice singing in the in the it's it's strange um but i don't want to say too much more uh because uh no i think it'll start to give too much away uh but i still don't have a clue what's going on but there's like this huge storm <laughs> but like in a good uh, way right is, yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I've been very impressed with the the writing. Like it, it's it's very impressive, um, but like it's this huge storm, so they're kind of stuck uh, in this cabin, like twenty minutes from this town. Uh, so they're kind of stuck in the the chaos. Like one of the guys is out collecting um, uh, firewood, and he comes across this big black wolf, uh, and it starts like it looks like it's about to attack uh him or you think it's about to attack him and then he like um falls to the ground and then looks up and the wolf is nowhere to be found and there's no tracks or or anything in the snow like it yeah <laughs> so you wonder like yeah yeah um so yeah but i'm i'm very excited uh it, it's 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 really good so that's mine. Uh, so anyway, we've had a great time sharing our reads. Uh, <laughs> we would love to hear what books you're reading. Uh, send us recommendations uh, so that we can, you know, be exposed to new authors and new books, new genres, all that. Uh, you can send us a, a DM on our Instagram page at UBR Podcast uh, or, you know, message us individually. Yep. We are always yeah. looking for recommendations. I love recommendations. And we could feature books that you've told us about on future episodes. Yeah, and give you a call out too. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so why don't we play Buy Bar Booty? Yeah. Buy Bar Booty. <laughs> Uh, so by Barboot, uh, it's a literary version of Fuck, Mary Kill. Uh, I know lots of our listeners already kind of know it, but if, you, if you're if you new to this, new to us, uh, then uh, both KP and I have pre-selected three books from each other's red list, uh, and we will let you know if we think you should buy it, borrow it, or boot it. So how about I ask you first? All right. Okay. You hot seat. Okay. So the first one is... A Court of Thorns and Roses by Sarah J. Mass. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> calling me uh, out again death? for trying to read what all the 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 romanticy girlies are reading. <laughs> uh, death in the Dark Woods by Annalise Ryan. Okay. And Black Cake by Charmaine Wilkerson. Okay. This is easy. Oh, cool. Good. Um, and I'm going to get canceled for it. <laughs> do you remember all of them, though? I do. Oh, wonderful. So um, you're you're keeping that By Bar Booty Award. Oh, yeah. The By Bar Booty Award is like... It's staying with me forever. <laughs> um, okay. The first one was Akatar, right? The Accord of Thorn and Thorns and Roses, the first book in the series. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I was like, what? <laughs> but um, yes, Akatar. Sorry, yes, Akatar. I know, I remember. That's what everybody calls it. I, I know, I know, I know. Um, I, I, I'm not going to describe the book. Everybody who wants to read it has. It's a boot for me. I didn't like just it. Just wasn't good. No. Um, and then I read the second book in the series, which was a hundred times better um, than the first one in the series. But I still, I. I gave up after the second one. I couldn't keep going in the series. So everybody. I'm surprised you kept going after the first one. <laughs> well, everybody had told me that the second one was a lot better. Um, oh, okay. And they were, they were right. The second one was actually pretty good. Um, but even still, I just. This genre is really hard for me. Mm. And I'm trying. And I can. I've at least gotten to the point where I can see the appeal of it. I can see why all my romanticy peeps are like all about it like i'm no longer like ugh, this is such stupid it's like, <laughs> who you would even try right yeah i'm trying and i if there was one that came out that i thought the description might be up my alley i would probably give it a go because like fourth wing is same genre i loved um Akatar mm -hmm. just isn't it for me that's my boot okay um, Death in the Dark Woods, that's the sequel to A Death in Door County, which I talked about on here that I just loved. Um, this one, they think there might be um, some Bigfoot killings, meaning Bigfoot mm -hmm. is doing the killing, not Bigfoot is being oh. killed. Um, so this cryptozoologist goes to investigate. It was so much fun. Um, this is my borrow. Um, okay. And Black Cake. This is a familial drama. Takes place. There's a lot of characters, a lot of um, a few generations. It's just a really beautiful story. It hits your heart. Um, there is a TV show now, um, a TV series on Hulu that I've heard is really, really good. And I'm excited to start it. Um, that is my buy. It's a really, really beautiful book that I think. Wonderful. Yeah, that's that's definitely my buy. Yeah, that was easy. I love how it was in order. Yeah, it was. Yep. Where I read it. Well, it was reverse order. Boot borrow by. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yes, that was, that was order. Boot borrow by. Boot borrow by. <laughs> yeah, that was easy. Oh, that's awesome. Well, good. Yeah. I'm glad it was easy for you. Thank you. Me too. What about me? I, I guess. <gasps> okay. Um, I feel <laughs> like the books the that really. I picked for yours are kind of all over the place. Um, so I don't know oh, if that's going to make it like super easy yay. or super hard because they like, like, you know how sometimes we like group them into themes of types of books? Yes. I, these are no relation. I don't think. <laughs> okay. Um, anyway, how about I just give you the books? Okay. Sounds okay. good. How about, yeah. How about we play the game? <laughs> um, your first book is <laughs> Ring Shout by P. Jelly Clark. Okay. Uh, your second book is Number the Stars by Lois Lowry. <laughs> God. That's... Your third book is Wilder Girls by Rory Power. Okay. Um, you see God. what I mean? They're kind of all over the place. Yeah. Oh, shit. Um, 
that a good oh shit or a bad oh shit? A bad oh shit. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, goodness. Uh, I'm, I'm, God, okay. I'm going to say <sighs> Wilder Girls, I think I'm going to put as my boot. Even though I didn't hate it, mm-hmm. um, it, it just, it was just okay. Uh, it was uh, about like the, I think they were on an island and all these girls had like, there was like a mystery. I, I I don't know. I can't even remember. Was that a long it. time ago? <laughs> it was a long time ago. I was sorting uh, your red list by like really weird categories. So I forgot to look to see if you read these like a decade ago versus like more recently. I usually try to look to make sure I'm not picking books from like grade school. <laughs> yeah, it was Wilder Girls, mm-hmm. right? Uh, okay, so this one... Um, I, I, God, I don't even, it's like a, it's like a only girls school and they've been put under quarantine. Um, and then something starts to infect the students and turning their bodies into like strange and foreign things. Um, they're cut off from the rest of the world. Uh, they can't wander outside the fence of the school uh it's 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 really weird i i think i gave it like three stars or something mm. uh and then number of the stars i'd put as a borrow i read this in high school <laughs> you're giving ring shout your buy over number of the yeah. stars you're no that's incorrect are you sure that's incorrect yeah oh god yeah I, okay i i am i'm i'm gonna i didn't really like I'm not I mean, trying I to did. influence you, but you're wrong. No, I, I agree <laughs> though. Uh so Ring Shout is gonna be my borrow. It was okay. I didn't mean to change your mind, but I did. No, you didn't. Like it actually, like, yeah. Cause I really now that I think of it, like I really enjoyed Number of the Stars, and I actually rec- still recommend it <laughs> like to this day to people to read. Um so yeah, I'm gonna do Ring Shout borrow which i don't know if you've read it or not uh remember that's well, the no, one you that have, i was I mean, like i think it's either too smart for me or it's just not good yeah yeah uh i meant like listeners like oh, i don't know if you've oh, read it oh, yeah. but it, it's kind of like a it, it, it takes place like in the 1920s um and or it could be the 1490s like... or <laughs> or it could be um in the before Christ yeah. era. Yeah. <laughs> the Mesopotamic era. The dinosaur. Either the 1920s <laughs> or the Mesopotamic era. But uh, it's kind of like, uh, you know, uh, Buffy, but it's from the perspective of uh, this, like, Black community um, who some of them have uh, special abilities. Um and then, like, the vampire-esque characters are called Ku Kluxes, and they're white people. Um, and so it's, it's very, like, turning the idea of racism uh, into something more vicious than it already is. Like, it, like supernatural vicious is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Um, so making you know uh, them into like these vampiric characters um so yeah and it, it i really liked the discussion of racism mm-hmm. um like it, that was really good but everything else like the the powers and and things that happen just uh, i mean it was just okay i think um, that's a perfect way to put it i loved the discussion of the racism part but like the supernatural part i just i didn't get it yeah yeah uh so and i know a lot of people like it so i, I it's fine uh but uh, it's a i think borrow is still uh, respectable I do too. I do too. Uh, and then number of the stars. Yeah, that that's definitely a buy. I, I think that people should, and no, you didn't, you didn't like make me change my mind. Like whenever you said that, I was like, what am I doing? 
Uh, so number of the stars, it, it's fiction, but it's it's in the realm of of Anne Frank, mm -hmm. sort of. Um, it it it's you know during the Holocaust, and it follows this girl um, and uh, concentration camps and and everything. Like it's uh, it's it's a difficult read for even for f like middle grade fiction mm -hmm. like, <laughs> but i i do think that it's it's you know important uh, obviously because you know there's so many different people politicians um <laughs> out there republican oh no <laughs> that are trying to erase you know history and what actually happened and you know the what the importance and and what it teaches us and uh yeah i'm not trying to be political so or anything but soapbox a little uh but yeah uh and actually like whenever i was working on like during my undergrad like i you know i have a english degree and a history degree and i my favorite time period was learning about world war ii and the holocaust and um, it's a weird sentence yeah yeah <laughs> it is but your favorite time period uh, so to I've learn about wanted... that yeah 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 you yeah, said that yeah, in my yeah, brain. Saying... My favorite time period is the Holocaust. <laughs> my favorite time period is whenever millions of people die. No, <laughs> no. no I see. Uh, favorite time period to yeah. learn about. No, it is fascinating. Uh, it is, yeah, and uh, heartbreaking. Just like how it, uh, how it but was I've always able to happen. Yeah, exactly, and uh, you know there are you know people nowadays who are going in that same direction and want to go in that right, same direction. Right, and how direction. it's happening it's today around us. And, yeah. yeah. Um, and obviously it's not to the same extent yet, but yeah. <laughs> hopefully it doesn't get there. Yeah, let's move on. I'm getting sad. Yeah. Uh, how about we go to some questions? How does yeah, that Yeah, that sound? sounds good. Okay. So submitted by Mex.Libris, Pep. Um, Favorite type of cheese? This is a really mean question, specifically for me. Because you're from Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah. That's like asking me who my favorite child is. Um, because you have lots of children. Well, you know, I have two. I'm just kidding. You do. You have and two. I know who my favorite is, but like, you know, um, you never say it out loud. Well, I tell them, but I'm not going to say it on air. <laughs> How mean! <laughs> um, oh my god! I love cheese so much. I love, 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 love cheese. Um, and I love so many different types of cheese. I think, like right this moment, I would have to say my favorite is uh, cranberry goat cheese. Okay. Oh, but I also love. Nice. Uh, do you remember? <laughs> I don't know if you were too sick of cheese by the time we pulled this one out, but um, the one that, that was like just a big block of cheese, but you put it in the oven for a little bit and it is basically like, it tastes like garlic bread, but it's just a big hunk of cheese. We didn't end up uh, oh, doing it you were too sick uh, of cheese. because we, yes. <laughs> okay. Well, that one's also really Both good. Both of us had ate our weight in cheese. I, I feel like. I still could have had it, but I was probably just being nice. Like, oh, sure. oh, you don't want any more cheese? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> that was also the night that we watched Velocipaster. Yeah. It's a great movie. <laughs> it's so stupid. They're making a sequel. Uh-uh. <laughs> yes. It, I guess it has like a huge cult oh following. Lord, <laughs> so we'll have to get together and watch <sighs> Velocipaster the sequel. <laughs> but yes, like uh, I, my lac lactose intolerant self, we went on this adventure, and it was Cheese Day. <laughs> I mean, it was fantastic, and because I love cheese, uh, which you know is funny for a lactose intolerant person, but. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was it was a day. <laughs> so, what's your favorite? Cheese? But we we had a lot of good cheeses. Uh, mm -hmm. I was exposed to a lot of good cheeses. Yeah. Um, God, I, I'm a I'm a basic bitch. <laughs> American craft singles. 
<laughs> no, no, okay, not okay, that good, basic. Okay, good, because we were going to uh, have to, like, like, end our friendship if that's what you said. No, no. That's not even cheese, I, I, I can only plastic. eat that. It is. Like, I can only eat that, like, on a sandwich where I can't really taste it. <laughs> like, or a cheeseburger, obviously. Um, but uh, Monster is probably mm. one of my favorite cheeses. It's good. Uh, that was one, like... Uh, in my hometown, we actually had this uh, family from Wisconsin. They were the Zach Savages. Uh, and uh, I grew up like it was in I graduated high school with the son, but they had a um, it was called Zach's Cheese. And one of the cheeses that they sold and, you know, they did fundraisers with like the schools and, and everything, too, uh, was the monster cheese. Yummy. I love that. And then I, I said, huh? yummy. Yeah, and they had like Wisconsin cheese curds, and, mm. uh, which are so good Squeaky too. Squeaky cheese. Uh, but I also. Squeaky huh? cheese. Yes, and I also like pepper jack uh, cheese as well. Mm. You know, cheddar with a little kick. Yeah. Yeah. But then I could also do like a sharp cheddar, like even like just that basic. <laughs> or a cheddar cheese. Cheese is good. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of cheese. Well, thanks, Pep. Thanks, Pep. <laughs> yeah, we love cheese here. Sure do. Uh, okay, so we have a fun question. Like, this is one that really, really made me think. Um, so this was submitted by uh, Grow Using Books. Uh, Suki, uh, uh, what is your opinion on how the publishing industry has shifted its focus to books that can sell well because of TikTok popularity instead of focusing on quality literature? So, yeah, this was a question. A big uh, question. Thank you, uh, <laughs> I don't know how <laughs> yeah. qualified we are, but we can uh, we can weigh in. Uh, yes. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're not very qualified because we're not in the publishing industry or, or anything, but as a reader and a, as a librarian, like I have noticed, um, like over the past few years that a person can become popular on, uh, TikTok. Um, and it, TikTok is the thing right now. So TikTok, um, and they can write a book and a publisher will almost automatically pick them up. Um, and even if their book isn't good, they know it will sell because of their popularity based on their following on TikTok. Um, I, it's happened. Like, I, you know, I'm on BookTok. Uh, I, I just watch. <laughs> I don't really participate. But... Um, like I follow lots of book talkers and like it, it so sometimes you hear the T uh, and for uh, straight folk who don't know what that means, <laughs> like spill the tea, like the drama mama. But <laughs> I think that term has made it to the straight world by now. I, I hope so. But anyways, uh, so you know, you hear all this, uh, this drama and uh, of these uh, people who uh, get a book deal uh, and their book is trash <laughs> and nobody likes it. Um, and some have even gotten canceled because they like, uh <sighs> they do something horrible i i like one one plagiarized uh like a book almost completely <laughs> not good not good uh not good at all or they say something horrible like one person you know we we talked about it on here where the the author got uh upset with a reader because they gave it four stars mm -hmm. <laughs> gave their book four stars like it, it's just you know we i but i wouldn't necessarily say that all of them are are um like poor quality um like i i mean i've i've discovered a lot of indie authors uh through book talk and i've really enjoyed their books craig, craig montgomery is is one circle of stars uh one of my favorite books of 2023 was uh the long uh long night at lake, lake never by eric david roman and you know he's a friend of mine on on instagram uh so it, it 
it doesn't, I don't think that, um, you know, it, it's just automatic. Like if you're, you're popular on, on social media, that it's an automatic failure. But I will say that most publishers nowadays, uh, traditional publishers nowadays, uh, they, if they think a book book will sell and they think that they can sell the person because of their popularity, then I, I feel like they're willing to go down that path, uh, without really caring, um, about the quality sometimes. What do you think? I think in a lot of ways it's, it's good because it's, um, demand driven, it's audience driven. Mm -hmm. Um, and right now the audience is demanding diversity. Um, so Mm -hmm. I think a lot of authors who typically can't get their manuscripts in front of the people who are doing the publishing and making the decisions, um, you know, our disabled authors, our queer authors, our BIPOC authors, they are able to get a TikTok following. They're able to get a bookstagram following, um, maybe a little bit easier than they are able to get that manuscript on a traditional wooden desk of a publisher. Um, so I think on that front, um, I think we're seeing more diversity in the authors that are coming out uh, with books. So I do like that side of things. Um, On the flip side, I think with TikTok popularity in the publishing world and um, Bookstagram and just social media in general, I think we're seeing a lot more readers. Um, I think the popularity of reading is surging like crazy right now. Um, so I think that's also a positive thing. Um, I think people reading is good. We like that. Um, so I think, you know, we may not be seeing like the next classics coming out. Um, but I think we are seeing indie authors and more diversity in our books. And we're seeing more readers reading for the love of reading. Um, and I think those are all really positive mm-hmm. things. So I, I like those aspects. Yeah. I, I like those aspects too. I, I, I do wish that, cause there are some really good authors out there who are f- basic, almost forced to like self publish because they're they can't get like they can't break that barrier um you know between you know their book and 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 uh, traditional publishers so i do wish that traditional uh publishing companies were um more open to hearing more voices if that makes mm-hmm. sense um uh, cuz it just because a book will sell doesn't mean that it's good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, like, but I do agree with you. I, I do feel like we are getting more diverse characters and authors and uh, from many different walks of life. And I love that. And we're also seeing more readers. Uh, and I, I feel like more readers who are more inclined to like get out of their comfort zone with, uh, genres and and to experience like, different... charged yeah yeah so um it i i think that's cool so yeah i agree yeah and we're professionals so you know you can you know take our word for it no i'm kidding yeah don't. we're the ultimate uh, end all opinion on that so yes exactly <laughs> no other voice matters no yeah just kidding um okay so our next question submitted by emily do you have any reading goals this year like reading more indie authors or try a new genre oh great segue we didn't even plan that (laughs) i know i didn't even like yeah um okay what about you um i mean i think that's always a goal kind of in the back of my mind Mm -hmm. i'm always trying to explore more Um, I never want reading to be a chore or like become, I have to read this genre. I have to do this, but I, I do enjoy reading and learning more 
I'm branching out. Um, I did, uh, my friend introduced me to the Pop Sugar Reading Challenge, which is really fun. If you haven't um, seen it before, look it up. It's still early enough in the year you can um, take a look at it. But I think it was 50 different um, book prompts and then a couple bonus ones at the end. But they're really, really specific. Um, but they're a lot of fun. So um, like one of them is read a book that takes place 24 years before you were born. Um, so some of them are like so specific like that, but then others are like read a book, um, by a, or read a fictional horror book by a BIPOC author. Uh, and mm. just prompts like that, that kind of gets you out of your zone and, and, it just seems like a fun little scavenger hunt for, for books. So I think as I'm reading, I think some of the books that I read will be really easy to fill in, but then other prompts, I think I'll have to like be intentional to find books that fill in uh, the different categories. So I think that'll be kind of fun to discover new books that way that I might not have picked up otherwise. So, well, we know you can't do math, so you may not be able to get the 24. (laughs) I'm good at math. I'm just not good at time periods and knowing when's when. It might be 2,400 years before just because I don't know what's before and what's, you know, way before, but. I know. I'm just kidding. I'm good Uh, at math. I just don't know when's when. (laughs) We we actually uh, starting, well, it really starts today, but starting tomorrow because we're off. uh, No, sorry. When did it start? Who's who's good at math now? Not me. (laughs) I don't know what day. The library is hosting Um, a January book challenge. January through February, yes. (laughs) It's just for adults. It's it's called uh winter reading bingo and they have like different squares. Oh yeah, I participated last year, the year before, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh and so and uh, so it could be like, read a book, uh, where, you know, the theme is music of some kind, like, um, or f- music focused or LGBTQ plus focused, or, uh, you know, read a book that was written in Oklahoma, uh, or, or something like that. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's kind of cool. Um, I don't, act, I, I just try, I read five books and then, you know, I'm done and get my mug. Uh, but <laughs> I didn't get a mug. Cause you can do it that way. Oh, I know. Because I'm not a member of your uh, library. I could steal one. No, and, we and don't send it steal to you. from the library. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. Put me uh, down as Josh's so... library card. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. We, don't, it, we so... don't commit fraud, especially against our libraries. We would never, ever, ever. <laughs> ever, ever, ever. Ever, ever. Yeah, he, does, he doesn't use it, though. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh yeah. So oh, I I I agree. Like I, I definitely try uh to to you know jump into new genres like this year. Like I started reading more romancy uh books, mm-hmm. which is something that I, you know, have never really enjoyed but i actually enjoyed because it was queer romance Mm -hmm. uh and so you know that was good uh but i will say and this is i i dislike and i'm not saying like don't read you know more diverse books what i'm saying Uh is i dislike whenever somebody is like i'm gonna cancel you if you don't oh yeah like like that's difficult. Like, you, like you said, I reading is for entertainment and enjoyment. And whenever somebody is like, "You're not a good person if you don't read Except more," the books. bodies keep coming. My number one book of 2023. If you don't read that book, yeah. then you're canceled. But other than that, anybody who says that you're canceled. canceled if you don't read a book, they are canceled selves. So, but yeah, you know, just, you should it's, read my number one book of 2023 cool. because you know yeah and if you you, i don't remember which episode it was but whenever she talked about it 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 god heartbreaking (laughs) um (laughs) didn't mean to like uh, take over your whole section real life (laughs) just (laughs) took over but yeah so um read what you want yeah 
like uh don't turn it into a job because then you'll lose the that's enjoyment that's the quickest way to put yourself so. into a slump exactly exactly um don't let other people dictate you know your reading <laughs> i mean you should read more diverse <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we are because we are pro you know, you reading try to diversity. Yes, like I don't know what Scott's saying over here. We are zone. pro reading diverse books. Yes, we are, but don't turn it into a job. Like Scott's where, bingo you know, card feel... is going to be all murder book, murder book, murder book, murder book, bingo. I think on that note, we should end the episode. <laughs> we hope you that you enjoyed today's nice episode. And serious and heartfelt. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, make sure you like, share, and follow us. Share, share, you know, this podcast with your friends. Uh, share our little clips that we post on social media. We would love to have more listeners. Uh, you can follow Unsolicited Book Reviews on Instagram at UBR Podcast. You can follow me, Scott, at Scott underscore the librarian. And you can follow KP at Ninja Turtle 80. We will see you next Tuesday, y'all. Bye.